the KMM Movie Review. This episode of the KMM Podcast is brought to you by the Purple Box. You guys ever wanted some delicious, yummy treats, cupcakes, cakes, cookies? Then you need to hit up our sponsor, the Purple Box. DFW area only. If you live somewhere else, we're sorry, but you cannot get these goodies at the moment. And if you mention our discount code, KMM, for you, you'll get a fat 15. That's a 1-5% off. Where do you go to get this discount? You can hit up the Purple Box on Instagram at the, with two E's, Purple Box. You can go on Facebook, the Purple Box. Or you could email TaylorMurphyBakes at gmail.com. And again, mention our discount code KMM4U to get that fat 15 15% off your first order. Now back to the episode. Welcome to the greatest movie review podcast out there. Oh, big energy. We're putting the strong energy out there for... Coming into 2020. Although this will be out a little bit before 2020. Yeah, this is the last interview or last 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 movie review of uh, of uh, 2019 that you will hear. There'll be another movie review. There'll be the roundup. No, no, no. There'll be a movie review because we're going to watch some more movies this year. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, and then yes. the the regular episode instead of a regular episode will be the movie extravaganza. Bum, bum, bum. So the end of year. Yeah, this upcoming Wednesday though, uh, it'll just be a regular episode on New Year's Day. So happy New Year's! Uh, if you don't tune into that episode, but you should totally. Yeah. Uh, but shout out to all our exclusive only listen to the movie review <laughs> podcast, not the regular one. We love you too. So shout shout out shout yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, so uh, this. Week we watched Queen and Slim came out a few weeks ago. We were a little behind on featuring the black guy from Get Out. I still don't know his name. Uh, what is his name? Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, Daniel Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya and Jody, Jody Turner Smith. Uh, so uh, we watched that. Um, so I'm just gonna go ahead and read the synopsis for this. Oh, one. you're gonna read it? Yeah. Okay. A couple's first date takes an unexpected turn when a police officer pulls them over. It's very weighted towards the beginning of the movie, but it does do it justice. Okay. uh, All right. We're writing down our scores. This is why we're silent right now. Yeah, I'm going to go last because I'm black. Because you're black. This is a black movie. This is a black Let's movie. not lie. It's a, it is a black movie. All right. Uh, go last. So you want the white man to go first? We'll, yeah. Go, yeah. we'll go down the degrees yeah. of go color down to the black. <laughs> color scale, boy. Uh-huh. All right. White man first. Uh-huh. Keith, for those of you that don't know, <laughs> I'm the white one. Giving it an eight. And I'll watch it now. Okay. All right. I'm giving it a... 8.5 and a wait for wait it, for, wait it. for it okay 
And uh, mine has a little caveat. I guess I should put a little star. <laughs> Must be this black to enjoy. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> 11 uh, out of 10. Like that. I'm going to give it an 8. Eight and, and for the majority of people, I'm going to say wait for it. Uh-huh. But if you're down for the cause, <laughs> watch it now. Okay. But down for the cause? I could see this inflaming a large group of people. Yeah, so to start out, this is definitely not a movie for any hard right wingers. No. The weak uh, heart. Yeah, people who are easily offended by a movie. This takes a very political stance uh it definitely is very topical in terms of the nature of interactions between minorities and police specifically black minorities uh so yeah the start of the movie and we're spoiler territory now so spoiler alert uh, if you're planning to watch this and you just wanted to hear our our rating and whether or not we recommend watching it Leave. Get Leave out and of come here. back. Go watch it. Yeah, go and watch And then it. come back and see if you agree with us. But uh, it starts out with this couple. Uh, what were their character names? Uh, okay, I guess Flynn. they never actually called them. Yeah, you never get their names. They never yeah. said their... No, they did say their did names. They? they definitely did. Oh, yeah, did. they did. For sure. I do not remember them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but um, for whatever hey, hey, reason, they're called I, Queen and I'm Slim gonna on it. I'm going to find it. I'll find it. You keep going. Um, so Queen and Slim meet up at a little diner, talking back and forth. We find out that Queen is actually a lawyer. She's had a rough day. She lost her case and her client is getting sentenced to death. And that's the only reason she met up with Slim because she he had been trying to hit her up on Tinder. They, I, don't, I don't know if it was specific, was it? No, they specifically mentioned Tinder. Oh, okay. So they name dropped Tinder. Um, but she only took him up on the offer okay, to meet uh, up because Ernest, Ernest Hines was slim, and Angela Johnson was queen. Yes. Okay. But we'll just keep calling him Queen. And slim I don't remember her referring to him as Ernest, though. I, we did hear it at some point, but yeah, they like never really use their names. So. Doesn't he make fun of his name? Does he? I thought he did. I don't remember. Anyway, we'll just keep referring to them as Queen and Slim. Um, while they're driving, while Slim is driving Queen back to her place, they get pulled over, and the officer is pretty aggressive with with them. Basically, is he's asking them to get out of the car, asking them to check his vehicle, basically for no reason because it was a minor traffic but, violation. But before even that, like. You knew it was going to be bad because she was like, no, no, fuck that. You don't need to do shit. Don't show them your ID or don't like, don't yeah. fucking. And, she, and uh, did you already say that she was an attorney? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So she, apparently she's like an up there attorney. Sounds like. They never really established. Yeah. Like she she refers to herself as a damn good attorney. Yeah, damn good attorney. Uh, she seemed very well off. Yeah. So she uh, was like already like. Never pulled over. She's like, "Hey, you got any guns? You got any? You got any like weed or whatever in the car?" He's like, "No, no." She was covering. She was warrants? trying to cover all the bases for. Yeah, he's like, "No, I got no damn warrants." Is there anything this officer can tag yeah. you with? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Officers kind of being a douche anyway. Like, kind right, of open your. Nah, I mean, just is, like to start he, off yeah. with, like he's he's opening up with douchebaggery. 
He's like, all right, let me check your trunk. Like he has them out in the cold. Like where, where is this at? Ohio, right? Somewhere. Yeah, it's Ohio. They never mm-hmm. say specifically which city, but Ohio. It's Ohio. Um, so there, it, it's cold out. Guys looking through the trunk, like looking at all these shoe boxes. Like, what do you got in the shoe boxes? Like, oh wait, wait, you forgot. You forgot to mention what? What do we see when um the popo goes back to his uh yeah the the, the officer goes back to his vehicle to call yeah. in the license plate number. And they ask him if he wants any backup. He's like, nah, no backup. But on his computer, we see a family photo. It's of course his wife, typical, and two kids. I think. Mm-hmm. So we see. Okay, he's got got a family. Okay, but then whenever Slim is getting a little chilly standing out there, he's like, "Hey man, can we can we hurry this up?" And the officer's like, "What'd you say to me?" He's like, "It's just cold out here, Slim." officer like just kind of rolls his eyes basically spins around pulls his gun out in one motion he's like get on the ground just immediately goes to get on the ground got his gun on him whenever he does that queen gets out of the car queen's like why are you arresting him what did he do wrong and the whole time slim's just and, like, and remember like, this whole time these two do not know each other they not really they met for the first, first time, time this night they went on a first date. So, yeah, they, they don't really know each other that well. But Slim's trying to calm the situation down. He's like, you know, just get in the car. We'll, we'll, we'll handle this. It's all right. She, Queen, is like telling the officer and moving very deliberately, saying, I am reaching for my phone. I have the right to record this. So she starts reaching for her phone. And whenever she does, the officer spins around and shoots her in the leg. So she falls down. Slim gets up, starts wrestling with the the officer. The gun gets knocked away. Slim goes for the gun, shoots the officer. Officer is dead. Headshot. It's more like a neck sh- Like, I think he hit like an artery or something. Because he was instantly dead. He was out. He's laying there. there. He's freaking out. Queen's like, we got to run. Immediately. Yeah, at, th- at this point, she was like, it seemed like she was de- definitely the one in charge, or like she definitely was. She had the like, shots. yeah, she calling the shots. It was her idea to run. Um, she, I think they said she was the brains of the operation at one point in the movie. Yeah. So basically, not to go into like super specifics on the rest of everything else, because really that that first thing is the most important to set up the rest of the movie. Uh-huh. Uh. The entire time they're just trying to run away, get they're trying to find people that can help them. They end up finding a path to try to get to Cuba. And which is Slim's idea. It is Slim's idea. Um, and they're able to get there because of a connection with Queen's uncle, who he knows a bunch of different people because he served in Iraq. Um Spokeem Woodbine or Uncle Earl. Uncle Earl. And ultimately, they don't make it to Cuba. No, <laughs> they don't. Hey, they get damn close, though. <laughs> they literally get to uh, step nine of ten. And uh, they get sold out by Uncle Tom. <laughs> so. Well, I think this movie was fair in a lot of different ways. Like, you said that, you know, maybe it wasn't you know, uh, be well, it's well received by like, you know, conservatives or whatever, but it's the movie's fair. 
Yeah, it's definitely not like they they do definitively show you the officers in the wrong. Like there's mm-hmm. no if ands or buts. Like even there's a character later on in the movie when they're trying to get their car fixed who's like, "I oh, were just taking the ticket and gone home." Yep. Like I don't agree with what you guys did, but if you pay me, I'll fix your car. Like he's like they start a whole movement of like black people rising. Yeah, that's up. also a thing. Like they keep going uh, immediately recognized. Yeah. Everywhere they go. Yeah. Like they're trying to to lay low. Like they change their appearance. Like they really just get haircuts. They're too. <laughs> hey, you know what the problem is? They're too dark, bro. <laughs> Is hey, that what it is? That nigga is dark as Wesley Snipes, bro. You can't, <laughs> you can't hide it, bro. But uh, they they do get recognized everywhere. They start this whole movement uh, because people are behind, you know, them killing a cop. They basically it seems like a lot of people looking at it as justice for all black people because they killed the cop, but really they were just defending themselves, and it's something that anyone should have the right to do. And and a situation where someone is actually attempting to kill you regardless of a badge. So they're starting the whole movement thing. So they keep getting recognized and, uh, it seems like they never really had a direction for what the characters felt like. I don't know. Like I never really got the vibe that they were in on the whole thing. Like they were cool with it. They weren't actively speaking out against it though. Like, Mm -hmm. There's a kid that they meet that one of the, probably the most shocking. It is the most shocking part of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like they meet a kid. He's all like, oh, man, you guys are amazing. You know, you, you gave us something to believe in. I wish I can be remembered like y'all will be remembered. And the whole time, like whenever they were interacting with this kid, I was like, they're gonna at some point they're going to say this was not our intention. We were just defending ourselves. We don't condone going out there and actively inciting violence on anyone they never did that and the kid <laughs> ends up shooting a police officer in the face in the face point <laughs> blank in well the face. i don't i don't think they ever got the idea that the kid would do something like no no, that. no but like he was talking crazy he was saying some stuff that he was just saying like man i, I like I, w- I just want people to know that like i was here yeah and then and then they said they said you know, hey, you know, as long as, your family as, long as you have family, your family knows, you know, then you'll be remembered. And the the, the kid who ends up shooting the officer in the face, he does get killed. But we only we find out it, after. Yeah. yeah, they don't show us the kid getting killed, but we hear about it. And that is the son of the man who seemed to not really care for what they did. Mm-hmm. And he just said, like, he was like, I would have just taken the ticket and gone on my way. But at the beginning, you see, like, there wasn't really an opportunity for that. Yeah. The officer... Never really, like, he forced him to get out of the car to start with. I think the whole situation was pretty fucked. But, like, you you don't know, like, if he was actually going to fucking execute the guy. I think that was the, on the totem pole of things that were going to happen, probably pretty low, that he was going to execute the guy while he's on his knees with his hands behind his back. The whole issue there, though, is that the officer immediately escalated to pulling a gun. Like, there was no physical act of violence he, like, towards the eyes, officer. Like, yeah, he's like, oh, here we go. Yeah. I think I think him just asserting that dominance, like, I'm going to make him do what I want. You know, I don't like his attitude. Just having him get up down on the ground was enough for him. Not, like, killing this motherfucker like, well, while he's sitting there. So, the other part of this is that we find out maybe, like, one-third through the movie that this officer had, had previously yeah. killed another black man. In custody. 
it just coincidence, okay? <laughs> yeah. Because like people are asking, hey, was this retribution for him killing that other uh, black man you know, two years ago? Yeah. And, and the video was released. It showed like the dash cam footage of like what went down. So they had a large uh, support from uh, a lot of black Americans. Yeah. And they never really show like any real divisive conversations like people like. That's the only thing on I the wish they added was like somebody being like, yes. The cop was being an ass. More social commentary yeah. within the world. Of, yeah, exactly. Like yeah. you don't really see that. I mean, you know it's wrong, but I want to see the acknowledgement. <laughs> I mean, they they kind of give you some the of that. By the one breads out there, you feel me? <laughs> With uh, the characters, by the, Ms. the Baird, shepherds. You feel me? Yeah, because one of the people that is that they get hooked up with Queen and Slim through Uncle Earl. The first people that they meet up with are called the shepherds, played by Flea. From the Red Hot Chili Peppers. So, what, is he the bassist? Yeah, the bassist from the Red Hot Chili Peppers uh-huh. and Chloe Sevigny. Um, Chloe Sevigny's character seems to be against the idea of helping them. Although she does still ultimately help them. Um, yes, she does. But Flea is like all about it. He's like, these people did nothing wrong. They were just defending themselves. Gotta help them. Gotta help them. Um... So we kind of see some kind of conflict, but we don't really see a lot of racial tension throughout the movie outside of... Yeah, because they really don't run into other races. Yeah. yeah. It's Usually like, it's just like, because they're, they're in the South at some point, just like traveling through the South. Yeah, because they're going from... They get down to Louisiana where yeah. Uncle Earl lives, and then they're going across... So they're they're mo- mo- mostly showing uh, Georgia. Georgia and then Florida. I guess they do show what some Kentucky or something. Yeah, they're in Kentucky for a little bit. Um. So, the the interaction with the shepherds kind of the most racial tension there. Um. Outside of the one interaction with some cops, because they're hiding out inside the shepherd's house, mm-hmm. and cops are set up outside to, waiting for uh Queen or Slim to show up. Or leave the house because they suspect that they're still in there. And then we see a white officer interacting with a black officer. The black officer hears like a scream from whenever Queen jumps out the window and like knocks her shoulder out of the socket. <laughs> yeah, just, just <laughs> bend your knees and roll. She's given the instructions and she yeah. messes it up. She messes it up instantly. <laughs> so whenever she does that, she obviously screams. Uh, it's a muffled scream but enough that the officer hears it no like, the scream is from when he pops the thing oh, yeah, shoulder yeah, back yeah, whatever mm-hmm. anyway it's from that injury the black officer hears it and he's like talking to the white officer hey did you hear that the white officer's like oh you city boys don't know anything about animals that's just some animal making animal noises and uh like, whoa don't call me a boy yeah, we see like the black officers say I feel that. Like, I feel like, come on, you can't be offended by that. Like, the city boy is just like a term that they use against any anyone can be a city boy. Like, whoa, don't call me a boy. I mean, that's fair, but at the same Still time, watch your mouth. This is also that. <laughs> if someone in, says, "Hey, watch your mouth, boy," then I'm like, okay, there. <laughs> all right, there we go. That was in like Georgia, right? That one was in. Hey, Georgia? It's just one of those things. Oh yeah, where that was in Savannah. You can't say it. It's like uh, when Stephen Adams was like, yeah, like. Because he's from Australia, and he said, like, uh, 
Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. They're like, yeah, they're like, uh, he basically said like, they're like running around like crazy little monkeys. <laughs> like I can't catch them. Cause it's like something they say in Australia. Mm. And like, he didn't realize after like, Hey, like we know you didn't mean anything by it, but you can't say that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it, it is one of those things. Like it, it's something that, yes, you could argue it's a stretch for him to be offended by saying, calling being called city boy, mm-hmm. but at the same time, and, a very traditionally racist state. Georgia Georgia is not known for its Georgia is all about equality. Hey, yeah. Georgia has, has the black capital, okay? Now, Atlanta. It was a a major slave state for a long time though. Bro, Georgia Atlanta's the black capital of the United Georgia. States. Georgia. They weren't Savannah. I don't know much about the demographics of Savannah, but anyway, the officer ends up going forward lifting up the garage gate where they're trying to get away in a car he lets them go like that's kind of the they're basically being harbored by go for it black brother i i love that shit i love it you love the black community banding together i love any community banding together (laughs) what about the white community community. banding together to save (laughs) (laughs) white greatness (laughs) Yeah. yeah except for that one okay like just like you know, it's a hey. You know what? Just go ahead and take it. Did you're, you? You're safe here. Did you want them to get away? Ideally, yes. But I, I felt like watching the whole movie. I was like, they're not gonna make it out of this. Yeah, <laughs> There's like no sucks. way. I, I think the Blu-ray should have an alternate ending where they do get away. <laughs> oh, ultimately, what what happens with them is they don't get to meet up. I guess with the person that they were supposed to nah, meet up with. They don't. They get like intercepted by a random black guy that we've never seen or I heard of not, from. I shouldn't have trusted that motherfucker. He lives in a trailer park. Well, I think maybe it was that guy. Nah, I don't think it was him. I don't because think the, it was the right like, guy. He just knows a guy he, that has a plane? He doesn't. Well, he no, they, no, no, they no. were supposed to be meeting up the, with someone who had a plane. Yeah, they were supposed to meet up with somebody that had a plane. Now, the guy they met up with, they're like, when he took him, he's like, where's your, there's like, uh, when they took him, he asked like something to the effect of "This is not an airfield." Like I thought, he's like, "No, I know somebody that has a plane." Yeah. And then when he made the phone, dude, the phone call is so obvious. He's talking to the police. <laughs> so obvious. <laughs> you know, he's like, yeah, "We gotta wait till the morning," and he calls it back like, "Hey, they want to go today." <laughs> okay, got it. An hour. It's <laughs> an hour away. I would have blew his face off right then and there. Yeah, so on the phone call, he gives them up as soon as they get to the airport. Yeah, you're like not sure out. because, and yeah, they start taking them. He takes them to the airport, drops off the, like, you see the plane. They're walking up to the plane, yeah. and then all kinds of police cars show up. Helicopter, SWAT team en route, just all all the stops pulled out for them. Yeah. And they're all, hey, all guns strong. Okay, what do you think of uh, the ending? Like, uh, how they died? Spoiler. It was more police brutality. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. That, just that police woman just... Oh. There was one female officer, because they were just like, they were talking to each other. They held hands. Like, no sudden movements. No aggressive movements. They just weren't lying down on the ground as they were being told to do. And one female officer fires around, hits Queen. Right, it in looks the heart. like it's right in the heart, and she looks like she accidentally fired. Like yeah, they show like, a oh, cut to her, and then like the commanding officer like yelling, "Hold your fire!" 
How do and you accidentally kill someone from that distance? Because you're, I mean, she's, her sights are trained on her. <laughs> I mean, it's not like she wasn't aiming for her, yeah. but it seemed like she didn't intend to pull the trigger. Like, it just looked like on her face, she was like surprised that it, that she killed her. Yeah. She's, she's like, like, oh. She's probably surprised that not everyone pulled the trigger. <laughs> she's like, whoa, I saw her going for her gun. <laughs> Why didn't everyone else shoot? By the way, Queen, like most of this movie, is wearing like a, a hooker dress. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way to hide a gun. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, um, she gets blasted. And, okay. And then I think, uh, the way Slim dies is even like. Well, that, that is the worst. Like, that is 100% <laughs> definitively. <laughs> This was police brutality. Yeah. Like, he picks Queen up. He has no way of Yeah, he's of holding moving. her. Yeah, he can't, like, make sudden dead movements. Dead weight body. Uh, carrying her towards the police. He's just he walking. Was, he yeah. was pointing her ass at him. <laughs> I guess. She's got I a gun. A dangerous hey, so, you know, they're telling him to stop. I mean, he, he, there's, he has nothing. Yeah. He has nothing. <laughs> unless they thought he was a suicide bomber. So, he's he just walks up. And then they blast. I him mean, to they blast him to everybody that was there. It's probably a good 15, 20 people. Every fired. one of them fired. Yeah, at you him. know what the part that pissed me off? The, the news coverage at the end. Officer said they wanted to take them in the live, yeah. but we're left with no choice. <laughs> yep. yep. But, uh, yeah. Boy. Hey, you guys, listen. I'm talking to my brother, not my brothers. <laughs> my brothers. <laughs> you know? Uh, if you my watch brothers. this movie. You will temporarily hate all white people for about you know, an hour or two after deep disdain. During the movie, after the, after it ended, I looked over at Keith and I was like, you white devil piece of shit. <laughs> I was just like, oh, come on, man. Like the news twisting it. It was just, it was all kinds of wrong, man. I was uh, with the police in this whole situation. That's yeah, that's what, 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 uh, what Keith said. Say. He's like, uh, I'm siding with the police on this one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but no, it, it definitely is something that it's it's something that I think if if you truly believe that there's always a way to stop yourself from getting like in an altercation with a police officer, this is the kind of thing that I think indicate like it will really help you to see that yeah, if sure. an officer wants to escalate the situation. They absolutely can. And, and we'll and say this, right? Because this is what white people always say. Well, why don't you just follow the directions? The problem is white man. Because <laughs> it's always... Okay, it's like He's this. on the soapbox. Right, it's like this. So let me get on the soapbox because <laughs> let's. Uh, I'm talking to the super conservatives here. Because they like, they love the police. their Second Amendment right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If any little hint of gun control ever comes up, they're just, nope. Nah, nope, not doing. Nope, not, not doing in it. My country, nope, nope, nope. right? Because, and they say, nope, it's unconstitutional. It's against my rights. When a cop asks a black man to do something that is obviously mm-hmm. not right, them not following those directions or orders is the same thing you're doing when you're saying, nope, gun control's wrong. It's infringing on my right. There's no difference, right? Yes, they could follow the directions. But it's defeating the purpose of, okay, I'm just putting myself in the same situation over and over. And this cop's going to think that they can do it to all black people. Just like if you said, all right, we're going to allow for, I don't know, whatever kind of gun control. You say yes once. You can only shoot one bullet every hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can still like keep your gun. Yeah. 
If you agree to that, it's like that, right? There's that that is the issue. Right? It's standing up for what's right. Doing the right thing. Yep. That is why white man out there listening. <laughs> and, I if will you say, and if you disagree, fuck off. What did you think of the interaction with Sheriff Edgar? Um, I liked it. So there was a scene where they run out of gas because they, they got like freaked out. They just drove off. Yeah. Didn't, they ended up running out of gas. The first person they flag down ends up being a sheriff in whatever small town they're in. And he's like, oh, don't worry about it. I got you guys. I'll, I'll help you out. I'll take you down to the gas station. We'll get you some gas. And uh, he's in the store buying them a gas canister and paying for the gas for them because they left their money in their car. And he gets a call over the radio about these people who killed an officer in Ohio driving a white Honda Civic, which is what he just picked them up in. Yep. They start freaking out like we see Slim just like oh, pacing dude, outside. So guilty. <laughs> so guilty. And then as soon as the sheriff walks out, Queen's just got the gun on him. She's like, get in. We're leaving. So they like have him drive them uh, back to the, the way, car. The, the gun is a clock. Yeah. They, they take the 34. officer's weapon. So whenever he's driving, like we, we hear him interacting with them and he's like, Saying, you know, I have a son, you know, my wife died, so I'm a single father now. And so he's basically just trying to give them, you know, his backstory so that they won't kill him. And they establish, like right after he says, like, oh, we're not going to kill you. We just need to get out of here. And he is like, you know, let me help you. You know, we can get through this situation together if you just let us work together on this and... Uh, I've definitely seen officers overstep their their bounds. Like, I I He's believe basically you. trying to talk them. Yeah, like trying to get them to like come to the negotiating table, basically to figure out what they can do. Um, he's, and nice he's basically saying that he he understands the situation that they were put in, and that he doesn't think that they're in the wrong for having defended themselves. That's what I took away from it. it I like, took away what what she was saying. What she there? He's like he he was he's saying anything to try to get out of this. That's also another take. Hot I mean, take. yes, that's a possibility. But he seemed like he was just actually trying to be a legitimately good person, and an officer's actual duty in any situation is just to make sure that someone has their day in court. It's not to you know kill someone. It's not to be the person making the call as to whether or not they're guilty because an officer does not have that right. They are simply there to say, you broke a law, you mm-hmm. need to go to a judge and either do a, a jury trial or whatever, but have someone else determine whether or not you're guilty under the law. And I feel like that's what he was trying to do is just get them to, you know, get their day in court, which is something that I always, I like the whole time I was thinking, she is a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like she hey, could have oh, fought I, this. Oh, this is another thing I was going to ask. Do you think if they had gotten caught, gone to court, do you think they could have gotten off? I think given the video, yes. Um. Well, I think her, like the beginning of it played a lot in her decision because she said that her the person that she was defending ended up losing 
Yes. And then ended up getting the death penalty. Yes. So if she's like, I know how the system works. Like I've seen it regardless of the person who I was defending was guilty or not. They were found to be guilty. There's nothing that you can do after that. They were given the death penalty. Yeah. And so she's like, let's give this some time so we can figure out, you know, what we're going to do and then try to beat, you know, the, the, the most severe charges here and see if give the pup, because ultimately a lot of this stuff is like tried, you know, try to find peers who don't know about what's going on. Right. So That'd be almost know. impossible. So you get a fair trial, but in this high stakes, you know, case here, then it's probably impossible. So maybe that, that could have gone towards their favor, you know, have people sympathize with them and maybe win in court, but she probably knew she was going to lose. So, yeah, I mean, you know, if she, if you run, you at least have the chance of living. I mean, the whole issue there is, you know, all things impartial, mm-hmm. the evidence that was available probably would have said they were only acting in self-defense and the officer was in the wrong for escalating the situation to attempting to use deadly force. No, but I, I thought that would have been the case. Well, I'm saying like that is yeah. all things actually being looked at objectively, but taking into consideration, you know, the racial tensions in the world and the, the considerations given to police officers killed in the line of duty, regardless of their past histories. They're always heroes. Yes. So I can understand why the, you know, first thing to think of would be to run away. But it, it it was a little odd to me that they never, like she never even mentioned or really so that Slim never brought up, hey, you're a lawyer. Why aren't we trying to just fight this? Yeah. Like, cause then we could understand yeah, exactly he does, her he reason. He does say something. He does bring up like, He's but a, she, I think a, she I'm does say something like, I, I know how the system works or something like that. Uh, I, I, it seemed like they just didn't yeah. do a lot overall, with that. I think that, yeah. Overall, though, I think uh, this is a good movie. Uh, a solid movie. You know, I'm a buy it for the cause, you know. <laughs> so I'll, I'll have it. Hey, uh, do you do what what Slim does at the very beginning? He only goes to a place. Yeah, it's his black, black owned. owned. And then she was like, touche. <laughs> He's like, black owned. This was, I don't know. This is a good movie. This is going to be one of those weird ones I buy. Like, I just like it for some reason, like... Uh, like Lone Survivor, for some reason I really like that movie and I bought it. That's a good movie. It's like one of my favorite. Uh, like of the kind of warish movies, my favorite. Right. Did you ever buy what was that movie called? The one with uh, Big Booty Hose Four. No, what? <laughs> the, the one was at the end where he like wraps him to tears. Remember that? Oh, you're talking about a spot, spot. Oh, not spotlight, but whatever, dude. I kept calling it spotlighting, but it's not spotlighting. Train. Oh, oh, uh, blind spotting. Blind spotting. There we go. Nah, I didn't buy. That it. was a good movie. That yeah. was good. But blind spotting. That, that, that still wasn't good as good as for the cause, bro. Sorry to bother you. Yeah, sorry to bother you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you buy that one? Nah, because because right. I have Hulu. <laughs> Guess what? I have it. I'm supporting hey, the hey, cause hey. over here. Have you watched Twelve Years a Slave yet? No. Have you watched uh, that other movie? Give us us free. No. If you're out there, watch Blind Spotting. It's a solid movie. That was also really good. We also have a review of that, so go yeah, back, go, go back, back to go the, back. To it. 
Um, I think we what 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 do we give that movie? Like an eight, yeah, eight and a half, eight something. I mean, it was probably somewhere around the same. Uh, that, I, I will say this: the one that got the because there was three movies that came out last, last year, year, and it was sorry to bother you, which was probably the most low pro- profile of them all. Which we liked the best. That was the best. Then there was uh, Spotlighting. The Meg. Oh. At, God. Get that. Which <laughs> was probably the, the mid-tier. And then the one that got, did it, I don't know if it got an award, but was basically the highest profile one of them all was Black Klansman. Yeah. And that definitely was the, weak, I mean, not even, didn't even <laughs> touch the other two. Yeah. yeah not no. even close. So uh, it, it didn't make top 10 on our list. No, no, no. no. We gave it like sevens and sixes, yeah. I think. I mean, it was still, you know, a solid movie, but not, it just didn't not what much. those other two did. Oh, yeah. Those other two were way better. But so. there were, this year, I can't say that there were a lot of those, like, pretty hard. Yeah, this is only, this racial. one hit hard, though. Like, if you put those in that one, this would probably be up there. Yeah. I liked it more than a Spotlighting. Spotlighting? <laughs> whatever, dude. Blind Blind spotlighting. Whatever, dude. Whatever, bro. I still need to watch Spotlighting, though. Spotlight. Spotlight. Spotlight, whatever. <laughs> you do. That is a really good one. It's oh, a good movie. Oh, hey. Uh, dang, I swear I just watched a movie and I was going to tell you all about it. Dang. Uh, was it The Witcher? No. <laughs> I, I did watch The Witcher. Oh, uh, Mike wanted me to save this for you because he said uh, whether he said that you would be up in arms of the rating I was going to give it. Okay. What? Seven what? and a half. The Witcher? Yeah. I mean, that's not bad. Why would I be up in arms about a Brian, seven and a half? You were second you, the he witcher's said that dick, you, you want you were given it a ten out of ten. I wasn't giving it a ten out of ten. I'd probably give it like an eight, eight and a half. No, yeah. bro. I think there's definitely room to grow with The Witcher, yeah. but I think it's a solid first season because it introduced the characters pretty well. But yeah. Uh, I mean, there's definitely some like the whole three different timelines thing. They didn't do a great job. Like, I, I would have preferred. You, if you they don't actually, start fig- figuring out it's three different to like the last like three episodes. You're like, oh, because you're starting to see things that you already watched happen. Like, yeah. from other people's point of view. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you uh, have Netflix, The Witcher is on there. Uh, Holly suggests uh, watching it. And the watch. fight scenes were really good. Oh yeah, the fight scenes were insane. You like, should watch Henry Cavill's a Marriage good Story. Is it is it a good movie? It's a good movie. Okay, I, it's on my. I definitely want to watch it, but my girlfriend like keeps. Why? Okay, so will you it. at least tell people why you don't want people who are in relationships to watch it? <sighs> you should be able to. All right, because. Like this, this couple, right, seem to be, you know, pretty uh, a happy couple. No, like at the very beginning of the movie, they're like it starts off with them naming things off about each other that they that are like good. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of things, and it's a lot of things that like would, you know, this, like this person's perfect for me kind of things, uh-huh. right? And then it's like, you know, they, you know, they don't try to fix me. They just, you know, they just, you know, support me and they're really good listeners and, and this, this, and this, and this, this is an insight. Whoa, this is a long list of shit. I'm like, okay, here we go. Pretty good relationship. And then they just, one of them just started fucking hating the other one. For no reason? No, there's reasons. Like good reasons? Yeah, there's good reasons. Oh, okay. But like you find out like 
why later, but and then like you you really start to realize how like hate does really come from love. Like you start really start hating someone. You can only really hate someone really if like you've loved them in the past, right? And then like do you see some like sick shit like you start cuz the, the the family the, like the, those two they have a kid together and they're going through a divorce. One of them one person wants a divorce, the other one does not. And uh you start like realizing the shit that you go through like once you get like a lawyer involved in your divorce like it's fucking awful especially when when a when a kid is involved like they start saying the sickest shit about each other and that like, they go like to the like to the nth degree to like you see, you, see, you also start realizing how like awful the divorce process is um and like and how against it, it's really bad for guys okay. because turns out if you get divorced, you, you'll also have to pay for your wife's attorney, like 30% of it. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So whoever your wife gets as an attorney, you have to pay 30% of your wife's attorney fees. Hmm. Why? It's just how it is. Do you think the wife can't work or something? It's, yeah, because the, the system is set up to... So it's um, archaic. Yeah, yeah. The system is set up because, like, well, the wife, you know, usually does not she's have the income. She's a homemaker. Yeah, she doesn't have the income, so, you know... There's uh, no exceptions like, uh, hey, this one does. No. What the fuck? No. And then, like, if... If, like, let's say... Um, you were looking for legal counsel, right? And then your wife goes to every single top lawyer in in the city, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like, hey, you know, I want you to represent me. And then just like a meeting, if the who or the other person goes to that same person, they're like, sorry, we can't represent you just because they met with, it, with us. Mm-hmm. So it's like that person is barred legally from rep- representing you. So like strategically... They could go into like all the top lawyers to meet with them, and then that bars you from you know even being able to use any of them for representing you, which is a, a tactic that is used in the movie. Hmm. And she's like, "Whoa, the guy!" They're like, "This is like super nefarious. Like, you're trying to destroy me right now, and like trying to get full custody of the kid where we even you know didn't we agreed to not use lawyers." And you forced this on me, kind of thing. So it's like, is it a good movie? Yeah, it's a good movie. It's got ScarJo and um, Adam Driver. Adam Driver. It's got a lot of other and, people on like secondary hmm. roles and stuff. Well, it looked really good from the trailer on Netflix. Is that it's something we're like, gonna? Some part, like some parts, it? I would like to. Some part, okay. it's soul crushing. Just oh. like, just like how deep and dark it gets to like the hate. Hmm. That he gets to, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, I, I it's definitely one I want to watch so we can give it a proper review. All right, watch it this week. I'll watch it tomorrow. All right, you can watch uh, it. There was too. one other thing I want to say about Queen and Slim. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, this is a movie that I I feel like a lot more like hard conservative people who are always like super pro cop that I wish that they would watch. Even though I know, like the sheer, 
concept I of the movie. I could see them walking out as soon as a cop is shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's something that I think if people actually gave it a chance and, like, watched the whole thing, they would probably really make the connection that, hey, everyone's experience in things isn't the same just because an officer is willing to, like, you know, just say, hey, you swerved in the on the road over there. Are you okay? This is just like kind of a check. You're not drunk or high or anything. You know, go on your way or here's a ticket. Like, that could have easily been this interaction, but it wasn't because... But this could black, also be... Couple. Like, you could easily, like, just at a... At a glance, be like, oh, this movie uh, glorifies cu- killing cops. And to that, I would say <laughs> anyone who wants to try to make that claim, you have to actually watch the movie because it in no way justifies killing a cop. cop. Killing. Um, cop killers, cop killers. But it does, you know, take on the identity of with misinformation, with people only looking at it from a one sided perspective of, Someone who killed a cop is actively just trying to, you know, be an evil person, basically. This like, that's the way they seem episode. to be. Oh, sorry. What the heck, <laughs> bro? The My the- screen turned off and I hit space and I played it. <laughs> that's the way that they're portrayed in the news that we hear. Like, it's very easy to turn public opinion against someone without understanding the situation. So, I yeah, I, I just think it's something that I, more people should watch. Then ultimately will. Cop killers. It's a good movie. Cop killers. How do you how do you think the pacing was? Because it, it was slow. a long movie. Cause it was a little. It was a little slow, but I liked it because it was developing like things that I liked. Yeah, there wasn't anything that I felt like should have been cut or anything. A hey, uh, we went and watched this with LL. Uh, for those of <laughs> our OG listeners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who listen? Who know? Who uh, know the stories about LL? Hey, the scene that got him the most was the, know what the sexy time scene. Yeah, he said, "Oh, he's still putting in work. <laughs> oh, he putting in real work." <laughs> yeah, there was. If if you if you only go to see movies to see some boobies, you get some boobies in this movie. That was a lot of oohies. Yeah, that was a lot of oohies in that. Get those movies boobies and those movies. <laughs> Go, you said you said movies and boobies about ten times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Gotta work quick. it in. It's uh, ah. yeah. So if you, uh, if you want to go to movies to watch boobies, then this is the movies for boobies for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so oh, yeah. Uh, good movie. We're going to review some more movies. There's some other stuff in theaters that we want to see. We'll have to see how we can work out scheduling to watch you, that. If you want to watch more open, boobies, right? watch The Witcher. There are a lot of boobies in that. Yeah. That, that's what you're into. Yeah. If you want to see some... There's some, some frontal nudity If you want to see that. some black dingus, uh, watch <laughs> The Watchmen. Oh, okay. Towards the end, you'll I'll see some black check that dingus. Out. I still haven't watched it, so I, I do want to watch that, though. Uh, yeah, I need to watch that too. All right, well, that brings us to the end of the last movie review that will be posted in 2019. There will be one more posted in 2020, and then will be our movie extravaganza. Uh, tune in this Wednesday for the regular episode, the final regular episode of 2019, where we kind of do a year in review, talk about plans on what we have next, 
you know, chill, pop a bottle with us. <laughs> That's what's up. It's good stuff. Yeah, so happy new year and see uh, y'all next year. See y'all next year. Later. Bye.